and welcome back to the Dreamcast. I am your host, Denise Walsh. I combine science, scripture, and stories that will inspire you to dive deep, break through your own personal glass ceiling, and design a life of your dreams. Welcome back to the Dreamcast. In today's episode, I am interviewing my trainer, Randy Kennedy. She is a ISSA certified personal trainer, sports nutrition specialist, a sponsored athlete, and a national bikini competitor. A little backstory. In the fall of 2016, I did my first bikini competition. And to prepare for the show, I was on a strict meal plan for six months and ended up working out up to three hours a day by the end. To get through all that cardio, I began to watch YouTube videos and found several fitness YouTubers that I began to follow. While watching these videos, I gained nutrition and fitness knowledge and stayed motivated throughout my bikini prep. I can tell you that after six months of a strict meal plan, although it certainly worked and I looked great at the show, I didn't really learn the skills to maintain once the show was over. I wanted to learn how to count my macros, the ins and outs and whys of what I was doing. I wanted to eat clean, but also live my life. And that is where Randy comes in. I believe that everybody needs a coach, someone to hold you accountable, check in with certain goals. And I chose Randy to be my next coach because I found her relatable, knowledgeable, and balanced. She promotes a clean eating lifestyle, has different foods each day, which was different from my meal plan schedule, and enjoys treats once in a while. I have found her information to be helpful and valuable. In fact, in one of her videos, she taught me how to cook salmon, which I will forever be thankful for. So, Randy, big welcome to the podcast. Thank you so much for having me, Denise. Oh my goodness. (laughs) I'm so happy to be here and I'm so grateful that you chose me to join you on your journey. It's been such a pleasure since we started working together. Absolutely. So would you mind sharing a bit of your story and introducing yourself to our listeners? Absolutely. So my name is Randy Kennedy. I'm a 25-year-old personal trainer, sports nutritionist, Canadian national bikini competitor, social media influencer. And you guys are probably wondering how the heck I got started with all of that. Well, my passion for health and fitness started in, I'd say, It started in 2012. That's when I started being really consistent with the gym and making myself my own workout programs that I would follow. And I honestly just fell in love with this lifestyle. I started going to the gym because I wanted to be a strong, independent, healthy, capable woman. And that's the image that I wanted to share with the world. I was super petite, really skinny, small, weak, physically weak girl. And I just knew that I wanted to I wanted to be strong. Like I wanted everything that I just said. I didn't want to be super weak and just not be able to run and not be able to feel like super healthy and capable of tackling life head on. So that's why I started going to the gym and I fell in love with the process of making, well, (laughs) making, creating muscle, building muscle and just seeing my body transform. And not only did my physique start to change, but my mentality started to change and the way that I viewed life and just my morals and my goals and what I wanted, it all just came together. And I can honestly say that I don't really know who I was before I started this journey. Like I knew who I was, but I didn't know what I wanted and what I wanted out of life and what my purpose was. So 
I really just fell in love with this lifestyle and how it made me feel. And I started competing. I was like, you know what? I'm going to do a show. So I sporadically chose a show date and it was September of 2012. And I was like, I'm going to compete next year. So I looked at the calendar and I chose May, uh, May 20th, 2013. And that was my first show. And it went super well, honestly, just hit it off with this whole lifting weights and fitness world and competing. I just fell in love with it and I did well at it. And it fitness really just saved me from a lot of things that were going on in my life too. Like I had quite the temper. I would get really, really angry and not know how to channel that or how to control that just from my little sisters. You know, I lived in a house of all girls and there's a lot of estrogen in that house. So being the older one and not only that, just like friends and boyfriends and, you know, I finally found my outlet. So that's where fitness came in. And then fitness also saved me. And what I mean by saved me is it really did save me. My dad got really sick with cancer and we found out that he had stage four esophageal cancer in January of 2013. And we were told that he has six to 12 months to live, three to six days to weeks. And then after May, it literally was just a waiting game. I remember every single day waking up being like, I'm watching him disintegrate and just his whole world changing and wondering if this was going to be the day that he was going to pass away. And it was so hard. I have goosebumps everywhere. And my, my gym time was the way that I held myself together during that time with friends and family coming from my house, coming and going, having a nurse there. Like everybody just knew that when Randy was at the gym, don't call her, don't text her let her be there for two hours and really just like it let me escape. So after my dad passed away as well, that was my only outlet. And I felt completely lost for a long period of time. But there was one thing that stayed consistent in my life. And that was going to the gym and just like, it's all that I knew at that point, I would put so much weight on my back with my squats, like every day was leg day. And I'll say that I pretty much built my lower half within like a year, I'd like to say, because every single day was leg day because it was the only body part that I could train and just channel all of like my frustrations and my feelings and just have this weight on my back and being completely broken inside, like standing up with that weight on your back and just squatting it and just making you feel alive. So that is where fitness really saved my life and helped me live a life that I'm proud of, you know, not just completely fall off track and lose myself. And I was broken and and outside of fitness and competing, like that was honestly the only thing that held me together for a long time. And then it just kind of came out everywhere else in my life. And I was able to master my mind and finally get back on track and, you know, have control of my thoughts and my emotions. And my dad passing away really just made me realize that life is so short and it's too short to do anything less than what you love. And watching him literally turn into a vegetable, his nutrition changed. Like he wasn't allowed to eat a lot of things. He had to eat an alkaline diet. Just, I saw how nutrition and everything on the outside was affecting him on the inside. And that's when it really um, spoke a, sorry, sparked a passion inside of me for natural nutrition and really 
focusing on what you're eating because it does make a difference and your body does know the difference between a Big Mac and like you have your protein, your carbs and your fat there, but it definitely knows the difference between that and, you know, I'll use broccoli as an example, but broccoli, sweet potato, chicken, like to me, that's a really good meal, but your body definitely does know the difference. So with that being said, my passion was sparked. I found something that held me together and I was previously in school for Petroleum Land Administration, which is an oil and gas job. The oil and gas industry is pretty big here in Canada. And I honestly, I graduated and I didn't even use it. I didn't even go to work for what I went to school for. Because like I said, my dad really showed me that life is too short to do anything less than what you love. And I was in this state where I had felt like I had lost my whole world. And I'm like, what, what do I love? Like, and how can I make a life out of it? And that's when I started taking my personal training courses up until this point, I was very educated uh, because I was coaching myself through a lot of my shows, many of my shows until I became a provincial level athlete. And yeah, I just, people were asking me about training. They're like, you look amazing. Like, can you help me? And I was already helping people through comments and stuff on Instagram. And I was like, you know what, this is what I'm going to do. I love it so much. I want to help transform people's lives the way that fitness has helped transform mine and like help me find myself and keep myself grounded. And that's where I am today. I'm so glad that I ran with it. And even though my dad was like, are you sure you don't want to like, just try it? Like we just paid for your schooling. Maybe you should try the petroleum land administration. I'm like, no. And I know that he'd be so proud of everything that I have accomplished today, not only for my own goals, but because I feel so fulfilled when I'm helping other realize their own potential and like achieve their own. So that's where I am today. <laughs> awesome. Awesome. Well, there's a few ways that we can go um, with your story, but I first want to ask how many bikini competitions have you done? I've done nine in three years. Okay. Now I did one. And I can tell you, it was the it's hardest hard. thing I've ever done. Oh my gosh, yes. <laughs> I have it. run two marathons. I've built a million dollar organization. Like I've got grit, right? But when, you, when you're doing a bikini show, it's like a whole nother level of discipline. And you really truly find out what you're made of. And I, I love that you said gym is your therapy because you, you truly like find out that you can do anything you want to do when you put yourself um, through, through that bikini prep and Absolutely. what else did you learn throughout those, those preps? Yes, it has taught me so much. Uh, it has taught me what hard work is discipline. And it really has, like you said, has taught me that I can accomplish absolutely anything I set my mind to if I put in the work and I want it bad enough. And that's exactly what it's all about. I mean, you only get the results out from the work that you put in, not only for competing, but for fitness in general and in life and just being a part of that really rigid extreme lifestyle has taught me so much about my work ethic and how I grind under pressure and what I can achieve. So I feel like although it has taught me a lot, I know that other people can experience quite similar things even without a bikini competition. If they're really willing to work hard and prove to themselves and like follow through to the end when they set a goal. So, 
Yeah, I always like to say I don't work my business based on how I feel. I work my business based on what I want. And I said that all through prep. It's not about how I feel. It's about what I want. And that end goal is in mind. So you do what you need to do every day so you can get the results that you want. So congratulations on being a national bikini competitor and thank you everything you learned along those years. But then you transitioned into a social influencer, a sponsored athlete, a coach, and you started your own business basically via social media, which as we know, and the olden days, like your dad was like, are you sure? Is that real? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Uh, So tell us a little bit about the first few years in your business. I started my business. I registered my business in, I believe it was 2014. Yes, 2014. It was February of 2014. And I had been using Instagram to document my journey and share fit tips. I would do this thing when I was learning, uh, taking my courses. Everything that I would learn, I would make it into this little graphic and I'd put it on Instagram and it would be called a fun fact. And I started sharing that with my audience in addition to like some of my workouts and motivational photos and just like quotes and stuff. So I built this community that was really eager to learn about fitness themselves and better their themselves and their life. And that created me a platform of, I believe it was about 10,000 at the time, which is awesome and amazing. I was like, I can't believe these people are following me for just sharing my passion and sharing what I love. So once I started, I actually already had a demand for personal training. And I was like, you know what, people are asking me, you know, I just put everything together. And I was like, yes. So as soon as I started coaching, like as soon as I had my certification, I was like, hey, guys, I'm accepting clients now. And I honestly just am so grateful and humbled that it took off really well at the start. Of course, it was slower. And I was working another job. I was a server. And, you know, as a server working downtown, um, I was working in Bankers Hall. So there's a lot of bankers and oil and gas and lawyers, amazing place to work back in the day. I mean, still now, but really good back then. Um, As soon as I made enough money from my coaching, I was like, you know what, it wasn't as much, but it was enough for me to leave and feel comfortable like to take the plunge to do this. And I was working. And as long as I was working another full-time job, my business was always going to be on the back burner. So I was like, you know what? This is the time. Like you're going to do it now. And plus I was absolutely miserable serving by the end of it. I loved it at the beginning, but you know, new, new managers, new faces, everything's changing all the time there. And eventually like I served from when I was 18 to about 21 or 22, no, 21 something around there. And by the end of it, I was like, I don't want to serve anymore. (laughs) So yeah, I took the plunge and, um, it started off slow and I just kept marketing myself on Instagram and sharing what I've learned and everything like my journey and my audience continued to grow. And that is my main source of marketing. And not only is it my main source of marketing, but it's where I share everything. Like you can go to learn about me. You can see what I'm about. You can my training techniques. You can just read captions about me and you can really learn about me. And then people can decide if they want me to be their coach. And yeah, it's created a community that has supported me through the tough times and even my job. Yeah. So it's amazing. I really, really am grateful for Instagram. So share with us how you and why you decided to trans 
transfer into YouTube as well? So it really was just one day when I was like, the videos on Instagram back in the day were about 15 seconds. And I had so much to say and there wasn't Instagram story or anything like that. And I just have always known that I want to impact on a bigger level. I want to impact on a level that is so much bigger than I am. Like my goals are to impact masses and really just change the way that they think about fitness and self-love and their body image and what health and fitness really is and what you need to do to reach your goals. And honestly, YouTube just started coming up more and like my friends and I started watching it myself. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to do this. I'm just going to, I'm just going to do it. My first video was terrible. <laughs> Don't go back and watch it or do and just see how far I've come. But it was so bad. I'm like, Hey guys. So I decided I'm going to start vlogging and I'm just going to share with you my tips. And like, just, I sounded like a little valley girl and didn't even put the camera properly. You're supposed to put it horizontal if you're on your iPhone, but I had it like up and down. So I just knew nothing, but you know, I started being consistent and sharing it and sharing my ditzy personality. And I really do have a ditzy personality. Like I'm just so carefree and, you know, positive and just like, sometimes I can't even talk. So I'm pretty impressed with myself right now. <laughs> but um, yeah, and then that built the community. And, you know, some people from Instagram go over to YouTube, but not everybody. I really do find that it is two completely different platforms, and like two different worlds. And they're both good for their, in their own way. But I love, 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 love the YouTube community so much. They're so supportive. And, you know, I've cried on there. I've laughed. I've just spoken about really difficult things and they're so encouraging. And I mean, same with Instagram, but it's just so nice for people to actually see your face and your emotions. And Instagram gives this like image of everything's perfect. I'm going to post when my hair is good, you know, like I'm not going to post it because I look bloated there or, you know, you can just alter so many things, but on video, it's just so raw and real and I just love it. So that's kind of how it started. I was just like, hey, I'm going to start recording. And I started on my iPhone. And that's all you need to start. The will to start and a camera. And just put yourself out there. And people will follow you because you have something to offer. And you're yourself. And you're unique. And share that. So So how many Instagram followers and YouTube subscribers do you have right now? I currently have 30. I actually hit hit 36,000. Finally, on YouTube this morning, I saw. I was like, "Thank you." <laughs> I was hanging around the thirty-five thousand for a little while. Um, I should start marking it down again. But yeah, I hit thirty-six thousand and nine, and on Instagram, I have one hundred and sixty-one and seven hundred, one hundred sixty-one thousand seven hundred. <laughs> awesome. Well, con- congratulations! And one of the reasons why I love social media and YouTube is because you truly can get to know somebody. And as we know, it takes seven to 12 times of follow-up and relationship building to close the deal on a sale, essentially. And what I have found with YouTube is I could watch 12 to 20 videos and be like, okay, sounds good. I like her. <laughs> yeah, and absolutely. Yeah, when I, um, I, when, if I were 10 years younger, I would totally want it to be a fitness YouTuber. Um, when I started YouTube, you could have like a 10 minutes at max, maybe. Um, I think it was two minutes at first, and then it grew. And we've just did little training videos, and it has just grown into such an amazing platform. So it's fun to see how things continue to grow and change. 
It really is. And hey, you can do it at any age. Don't say that. I know. I asked for a camera for Christmas, so we'll see what happens. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. I mean, you have something different to offer in your own way. Who knows? Like people are drawn towards people that they can relate to. And a lot of people are going to be able to relate to you no matter what age they are, whether they're younger or even older than you. Like putting yourself on there allows like puts yourself out there and allows other people to be able to find you and you never know whose life you might impact or change. So I hope that you get started. Can you subscribe to my YouTube and be one of my first? Well, I have over 6,000 subscribers right now, but I'll really start working on it. We'll see how it goes. Girl, I will (laughs) definitely subscribe. I'll be 6,001. All right. I'm invested. (laughs) All right. So tell us some of the hurdles you experienced in your first few years. With my business? Yeah. Some of the hurdles. So one thing that I didn't know, obviously in serving it, I kind of experienced that too, but you have your really, really busy months and then you have your slower months. Like January is really slow for serving, but whereas I'm in the fitness industry, January is really busy for personal trainers. So one thing that you just need to know is that you're going to have amazing months where you're like, holy crap, I broke a new record. This is insane. This is amazing. Then you're going to have other months where maybe you literally just make enough and you're like, whoa, this is, this is slow, but you just need to be consistent and you need to expect it as an entrepreneur because they, it comes in waves. All you, all you can do is take the slower months to really work on yourself and perfect things and work on new projects and just build something amazing. Because when you're super, super busy, there's just not enough time in a, in a day. So just stay consistent. Don't be discouraged. That's the biggest thing because a lot of people start to get discouraged and give up. And they say that, I think they say, if an entrepreneur makes it past four years, like they're good because the first four years are usually very difficult. And yeah, I mean, it's true. A lot of people give up when things get slow or they think that somebody else is doing it better that just got in the game. And they're like, what am I even doing? So consistency, and I mean, I've experienced it too, but I think you just have to have a really positive outlook and be optimistic and know that things are going to get better and that you have a lot to offer. Yeah, it's really keeping that long-term vision strong so you can plow through the highs and lows and not let it emotionally derail you. Absolutely. I I love to say we live off the lows and celebrate the highs. (laughs) So true. I like that. All right. So what have been some of your favorite blessings as you grow your coaching business? Transforming, like, I don't want to say that I transform people's lives, but like I give people the opportunity to transform their life and being a part of that. um, You know what I mean? Like, it's just so, so humbling and so cool just to see somebody come to you. And I like to call it the butterfly effect. They come to you and they're like a caterpillar and they're, they might be, lacking confidence and self-love and just have these goals and not really know how to get there or be frustrated or, you know, have gone through something in their life that they just want to completely change everything. They want to start over and they want to start living a life that they love. And so they come to you with this frustration and, you know, a little bit timid, and then they start to see progress throughout the time that you're with them. And then they start to get more confident. And I have goosebumps all over right now because it's just such an amazing feeling just watching them fly away. And I really strongly believe in 
teaching like what how's the saying go like teach a man to fish and he'll fish a lifetime type thing you know so i try to teach people how to reach their goals and how to live the life that they love and like give them the tools that they need so that they can go on and do it on their own i love being with clients like continuously and i love it love it when they come back but i love it when they go as well and feel confident that they can go out into the world and do it on their own and you know tackle it head on and i'm like hell yeah girl go out there and do it because i don't ever want somebody to be reliable reliant on me so that is just so freaking rewarding and even throughout the years that i was lost and confused and i only had my fitness at the gym when i felt focused i also only felt focused when i was investing my time into other people and talking to my clients and working on their problems quote unquote problems you know i just felt so in tune with the universe and what i was doing then and then everything else in my life was chaos so it's just such a good feeling for me and that i really feel like is a part of my purpose um to help people to help them live a life that they love and discover everything that they're capable of and transform their life and stuff so it's just i just really love this <laughs> i love you know it, it's true when you get those goosebumps or you feel that passion inside like you could do it for hours and not even realize hours went by because it's what you're supposed to do and it just lights that fire with inside of you absolutely now i have one last question um that's a bit more nutrition based you said that your body really can tell a difference between what types of foods you put in your body. I know you are getting a natural certificate this year and going back to school with for that. Can you tell us a little bit about what you've learned in that area? I have learned that food can be the worst form of poison that you put in your body or the best medicine. And coming from somebody that has watched their dad absolutely turn into a vegetable, he was very built he had muscle we used to go to the gym together you know my dad looked great and by the end of it his leg was smaller than mine he was very skinny he was very fragile and just looked so malnourished and just seeing that like his he couldn't eat nightshade vegetables and he couldn't eat like he couldn't eat things that were going to make his sickness worse you know So there's obviously even when you're eating whole foods like if you have a certain sickness you need to stay away from certain things and that's kind of what I learned. I was like, "Oh wow, like certain vegetables are really good for certain things. Like they really wanted him to eat a lot of kale and like apples and a lot of green cruciferous greens and stuff like that." And so that's kind of where it all started. And then once I started educating myself more, I realized that there are so many um benefits to certain foods like beets can really help uh Uh, detoxify your blood and it is really good for athletes that so it can actually give you endurance because it helps to it's a vasodilator so it helps your performance and spinach is a really good form of calcium and antioxidants obviously protein as well and apples are really good antioxidants and chia seeds and there's just so many benefits to all of these amazing foods and fruits and vegetables with all of this color and then So when you really dive into that you're like holy crap this is so cool so you start to think of food as like nutrition and you're like how can i make a meal that's really going to benefit me right now and what i need and like how i'm feeling whereas if you go to eat a uh, big mac for example or kfc or just food that is full of fat and you know 
not any nutrition at all. There's protein in there, but the carbs aren't serving you well. There's little to no protein. There's no vitamins. There's no minerals. You know how crappy you feel. And personally, I actually did a 10,000 calorie challenge last year. And you're probably like, why the heck did you do that? And I said, because I can actually eat a lot. I have a huge appetite. I eat around like 2,500 calories a day. Um, but I was like, you know what? I can do it. And it's for fun. You know, it's just for entertainment. What I ever recommend eating like that. Hell no. But it was just really eye opening as well because I started to feel so gross. Like I started the day off feeling vibrant. My mind was very clear. I could think I was fast on my feet. And after a couple of meals that obviously you have to eat some foods that are higher calories that are not that good for you for that kind of challenge. But it was just a reminder to me that like, holy crap, like I'm lethargic. I have brain fog. I can, I'm, I very, I've slowed down and I feel like crap. And even that was just like, I just love fueling my body with foods that work for me and for my health rather than against it. And there's just so many benefits to eating healthy. And I'm not even saying just like broccoli, chicken and almonds. Like there's so much more than that. I eat such a huge diet. Like I eat, it's not even a diet, but a lot of people refer to a diet. I like pineapple and mango and pears and apples and Brussels sprouts and asparagus and like peppers, tomatoes, just like I eat almond butter, avocado, just all these things. And the food just works for you. And there's so many benefits to prevent health and to help. I personally am experiencing some hormone issues right now. And the doctors wanted to put me on some synthetic hormones, synthetic hormones. And after doing my research, I was like, no, I don't want to take that. There has like, I can just heal myself naturally. And through my diet, I've been able to get my hormones back to a point where I'm now getting my monthly cycle. And that was non-existent because I was overtraining and, you know, just malnourished in a way because I was competing and for a long period of time. So that's kind of um, a whole other, I'd love to do a whole other podcast with you on amenorrhea and stuff like that. But yeah, I just strongly believe that you can control your entire life and live such a beautiful life. And it all comes down to what you're putting in your body. Did that answer that question? I kind of went on a ramble. I just love natural nutrition. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, and you said one thing you learned with your dad's experience is that you only live once. And yeah. so you might as well feel good <laughs> when you're yeah. putting good food in your body. You have energy and impacts. You I mean, you're not getting sick. You can sleep better. All of those things. It's like that domino effect. And it truly does start with what we put in our mouths. Absolutely. Yeah. There, and it just honestly, go and look up like pick five vegetables that you really love and five vegetables that you don't like and read the benefits of these vegetables. And maybe it'll change your mind a little bit, or you'll be like, holy crap, like that is so cool. And then you'll start to get curious and search other ones. It's really so cool what your food can do for you, your healthy food. <laughs> Awesome. Not mechanically engineered. So yeah. Right, right. Well, and it's true. If you don't really know what fats, carbs, proteins are, calories are, that's a great place to start is just start to see what you currently are eating. I went to Applebee's, I think a few weeks ago, and I looked at their menu and they put the calorie count next to the dishes and the drinks. And I looked back at what I would have ordered two years ago. 
and was astounded by how many calories it was, what was actually in it. And to realize is a lot of people are eating that way. And I was one of them a few years ago every day. Uh, and then wonder why we don't feel good. So it truly does start with understanding what we put in our bodies. What are we doing now? And then what can we do to change it? Absolutely. Yeah, it all starts with what you put in your mouth. So is there anything else before we end today that you would love to share with our listeners? I just want to end it by saying, I say this to all of my clients. I say this to myself regularly. Just believe in yourself because anything that you want you are capable of achieving and your current situation right now does not define you. It's not who you are. It's just where you are right now and you have the power to change. You just need to want it and always believe in yourself. I've accomplished anything and everything I set my mind to this far and I will continue to and that is because I believe in myself and it's not rocket science, guys. It's really not. It's just knowing that you deserve more and that you're capable of anything that you want in life. You just need to work hard for it. So just believe in yourself. I sound so cheesy. Like my friends always say, you sound like a Hallmark card. She always has something positive to say. I'm like, yeah, I know I should start my own card business, but it's so true. So. You just went to Tony Robbins. So I think it's allowed. <laughs> oh yeah, I did. And it was great. <laughs> All right. So what is one last question is what can, is one thing that you do every day that you couldn't live without? Ooh, that's a good question. Well, I like to start every single morning off with coming upstairs. This is the routine that I do every day. Coming upstairs, getting a room temperature water, putting some chia seeds in it, making my tea and sitting down and reading. And then once I'm done reading, I like to grab my journal and whether if I do this before reading or after, but I have to do it is write down my intentions for that day, how I want to live that day, how I want to feel, what do I want to think and just what do I want to accomplish? Everything goes into that, whether it's a couple sentences or whether I'm going through a tough time and, you know, I'm, I'm being negative and I'm comparing myself to where I want to be and stuff like that. You know, I just write it. What are my intentions for that day and how do I want to feel? How do I want to think? And then what am I grateful for? I write down three to five things. Sometimes I even make it a whole page. I'm like, let's see how many things I can write down. And that really helps me as well as I've recently started incorporating meditation. And I know that to a lot of people, they're like meditation, hocus pocus, like it doesn't work for me. I've tried. Yeah, I tried for a very long time until I started getting it right. Like until I started actually feeling the benefits and feeling like I was doing it. And that has really helped me just calm my anxiety, get my head in the right place and tackle the day head on just feeling really good. So that is one thing that I love. And when I'm traveling and I kind of stray from this routine, it gives me at first, not so much. I'm like, you know, I really wish I could start my morning like that. Like this is not how I like to start my morning. But um, if I don't do it for a long period of time, I do start to get anxious and just feel like, you know, I need to get, I need to do this. I need to get back down to my roots. So that is just one thing that solid morning routine that has changed my life and just really helps me master my mind and just focus and feel the way that I want to feel. So Awesome. Perfect. All right. So where can people find you? So you can find me on Instagram at Randy Kennedy, R-A-N-D-I-K-E-N-N-E-D-Y underscore. My 
YouTube is also Randy Kennedy. And oh, Twitter, if anybody uses that, it's the same as my Instagram, Randy Kennedy underscore. Well, thank you so much for being on the podcast today, Randy. You are full of inspiration, knowledge, wisdom, and I just love working with you. So thank you so much. Thank you. It was such a pleasure being on here. Honestly, I was like a little bit nervous. You made me (laughs) warm up and just get right into it. Thank you so much for having me. 